0: Voice for Victims podcast stand up for what is right and leave a legacy behind for others to follow. I am so happy you decided to take the time to listen to this podcast. Now go and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to Voice for Victims podcast with your host Crystal Starnes. Tonight, we have a special guest that's coming to us all the way from Ecuador, South America. America. Yes, that's correct. Ecuador, South America. His name is Antonio Savalas, and he is an actor, TV host, model, martial arts, and producer. Throughout his professional career, he has had success starring in films, short films, documentaries, branding, publicity, modeling, Catalogs and commercials. He is currently signed as International Ambassador and Actor at Talent Image Entertainment LTD, an agency in England. He is also a certified professional mentor, coach, and hotel manager. He has worked previously in the United States in the hospitality field. His leadership skills have propelled him to accomplish many projects in the entertainment industry. So let's welcome Antonio Savalas to the show. Hi, Antonio. How are you today?
1: Hi, Crystal. I'm doing great. For me, it's really an honor to be here on the Crystal Storm Show. For me, it's a pleasure. And, you know, it's always a delight to be on uh, these talk shows and share a little bit of my opinion and perspective about life.
0: That's awesome. Well, I'm very happy that you're here. So thank you for joining us as well. And I think that you're going to bring a lot of light to, you know, the world today because some of the topic we're going to be talking about immigration, I think it's an excellent topic and I would love to learn more about it as I'm sure a lot of other people that's listening will want to learn about it as well. So let's just get started with um Telling a little bit about who
1: you are and your background. Perfect. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Crystal. Well, my name is Antonio. I was born in uh, South America, Ecuador. The capital city is called Quito. When I grew up, I learned English in uh, different uh, institutes. I actually studied on uh, high schools who were actually taught by uh, English uh, speaking teachers that were from uh, North America. And uh, I was so fortunate to learn from them, from their culture. And even it was so impressive that we celebrated along with uh, my high school system, the same celebrations that uh, you guys celebrate in America. So that's part of my background And uh, besides, I've traveled uh, tourism-wise to the United States, and I love uh, North America. I love America, I love its people, its customs, and I respect it so much. So when I was growing up, I got the attention from uh, the movie industry, the entertainment business. So later on after college, after I studied uh, hotel management, I kind of like said to myself, I should give it a try. So that's when I actually started uh, starting acting. And um, later on, I found myself on TV sets, uh, filming TV shows, commercials, documentaries. Later on, I became a model. And uh, of course, as you already mentioned, I traveled to the United States to work in Nashville, Tennessee, which was part of a program that I chose as a hospitality manager. So I had a wonderful, wonderful experience in the United States.
0: That's awesome. Sounds like you've done a lot you know, in your lifetime so far, which is great
1: thank god yes i'm so fortunate and i'm so grateful for it
0: (laughs) that's awesome well why are you an advocate for the latino hispanic immigrants in the united states
1: what inspired
0: you to do that
1: that's one good question and the answer to that is that actually as i was telling you i was an immigrant i was an immigrant who traveled to the states in search of learning, of acquiring a better knowledge of my field, which in this case was hospitality management. And throughout my my stands, my time that I spent in America, I learned a lot of its culture, its people, the generosity of uh, the company I was working for. And I'm an advocate. Uh, for the Latinos and the Hispanic uh, people, it, their workforce in the United States, because uh, I'm a witness of how much effort, how much endurance, how much vision, how much determination uh, the Hispanic Latino people have um, implanted on uh, their daily life uh, processes in the United States. So that's why... As a witness, as a person who has been an immigrant, today, I am officially an advocate for my heritage and for my people.
0: That's great. I think it's amazing um, as well. I totally support it. You know, anybody that's trying to get over here, you know, legally, obviously. And um, I think, you know, it's an opportunity for people to come over here. So I think it's great what you're doing
1: thank you very much you're totally right um the one way of course i chose to get to the states was uh, of course adopting the legal way so i traveled to the states under a j1 visa which is a visa in which you actually can go know, know all the um tourism sites uh have a work environmental experience which i did the name of the hotel I was working at, is called Noel Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. That hotel is actually part of the Merit International franchise. So they gave me me an opportunity. I passed all the tests. And uh, thanks thanks to my English skills, I um, got a job spot there in the hotel. And I was so lucky, so fortunate. I met a lot of Latinos there. And gosh, you know, they work uh, really hard for uh, what they actually came to the States for, you know, the American dream to support their families, not only in the States, but outside of the United States, uh, for example, in Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala. Uh, there's a lot of people who are from Mexico, especially, and, you know, they have a lot of stories to tell, a lot of uh, efforts that they had to deliver to come to America, so it's very inspiring. Actually, it's very, very inspiring to talk about the my people and how they actually can contribute to the development of the uh, United States economy.
0: That's great. One of the things that you um, you mentioned, you know, like you're talking a little bit about your personal experience. Did you face some challenges when you went through the experience, like coming over here and when you were trying to get your visa and everything?
1: Well, uh, when I first uh, got the opportunity getting the visa was pretty easy because because of my English-speaking background, it was pretty, pretty easy. But when I started working in the States in the hospitality field, I found certain challenges which, for me, were actually – Let's say easy, because I came to the States with a vision, which was um, followed by this phrase, uh, you get out of it what you put into it. So my mission was actually to learn a lot from the hospitality field. And of course, uh, to make as much money as I could. So Crystal, uh, you have no idea, I had two, two jobs I was working on. And uh, the schedules were so tight. They were so rigorous. Um, for example, one uh, schedule was overnight shift at the hotel. So I had to work at the hotel from 10 p.m. all the way through 6 a.m. Then I slept uh, three hours and I headed on to work to the other job, which was a Mexican restaurant called uh, El Rey. And, uh, you know, I actually um, didn't care about being tired. I just knew I had this mission in my mind. And um, like they say, you know, no pain, no gain. So I was happy. I was a waiter in the, in the restaurant. The people were so kind. I was so hooked uh, with uh, doing the best performance, the best job I could. And uh in the hotel as well. Uh there were certain areas in which um I actually developed professionally marketing area. I was a bar host, I welcomed all the people. And actually one of my guests uh on a given night was uh the full house star Candace Cameron, you know her?
0: I'm not sure who who is that. What does she play in?
1: Uh you know uh DJ. In uh House, the class oh, oh yeah,
0: yeah, oh yep, yeah, I know who you mean. I know exactly who <laughs> you mean, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Candace Cameron actually came to Noel Hotel. And it was very funny because um on that night I was um I was the rooftop bar host and was I was in charge of uh receiving all the all the people and uh sending them to the top floor and offering the offering the menus we had. And you know the on that night the hotel was so crowded, and Candace just came along, and uh, it was funny because she came. Um, she wasn't like dressed. She wasn't dressed uh as fancy as we would think, but she was just wearing normal jeans and a, and a t shirt. And uh, you know, I, I guess she wanted to stay low profile. And then I knew that the, the the bar was crowded, but I said, you know what, we got enough room for you. Please come on in. I got her to the elevator uh, on my um, laptop. I just looked for two spots or four. I think she was with some friends on that night. And then I took a picture with her. She was very, very nice. And that's one of the experiences I remember the most because I met a, a TV series star of all time, you know. So that's awesome.
0: Right. That's awesome. So what would you say is the Lantino hispanic immigration background history in america what would your opinion of that be
1: yeah you know that's an interesting topic because the immigration background is pretty much related uh to the mexican people and here's a quick story so uh between uh 1900 uh, and 1930s there was a huge huge uh political turmoil in mexico And um, there was also an increase of agricultural business in the American Southwest area. You know, we're talking about New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Colorado, California, Nevada, Oklahoma, Utah. And the thing was that uh, many transformations in Mexico's economy were being made under uh, President uh, Porfirio Diaz. And of course, those changes in the economy kind of like left many peasants uh, landless. Uh, So there was a lot of poverty going on in Mexico. And uh, when President Porfirio was thrown out of um, his throne, so to speak, in uh, 1911, imagine, Crystal, 10% of uh, Mexican population departed to the United States. Imagine how tough, how rough, People took it uh, on the early 1900s, and, um, you know, the interesting part is that, uh, you know, in the southwest American area, uh, these people, the Mexicans, of course, went to work, they immigrated and worked on uh, any type of agricultural businesses, and that made the southwest area a very commercial. It grew very, very fast um, business-wise. So if we take a look uh, from the 1900s all the way to today, the process has been kind of like the same because, you know, with uh, the immigrants that arrive to America, the economy uh, flourishes. And that's one of the positive aspects of, uh, of our immigration. What do you think about... Um, that issue. Are you, are you one of the, one of, uh, one of those people who kind of like ask uh, themselves, you know, how would immigration in like 10 years uh, contribute to the U.S. economy, for example? Have you had any uh, questions in your mind about it?
0: Um, I've, I've often wondered like how it all worked, um, like, you know, how hard it is them to get over like you always see stuff on the news and you know the media they you know will just they don't tell everything you know of what everything that goes on I'm sure so like when I see it on you know the news or whatever it's always like you know people trying to get into the country illegally so I've often wondered you know how hard it is to get over here legally like why do people try to get over here illegally I guess is what my question is and what I've always wondered and I'm sure a lot of people have wondered that like but you it sounds like it's not that hard to get over especially if you have if you can speak English correct
1: yeah you're totally right and I would uh, answer your question in the same manner that uh, unfortunately education is not for everyone uh, and by telling you that I mean that uh, most people don't have the luck of being educated and uh, I, I say this with total respect uh, to my, uh, my Latinos uh, from many, many countries. But yeah, that's a, the fact is that uh, many, many Latinos in many con- countries aren't educated. So uh, just picture this, Crystal. If you do not have any education, you do not have the opportunity to uh, travel legally to America, for example, or Europe or whichever country we're talking about. In this case, America, of course. And that's why um, I think and I'm most uh, positively sure that uh, in this case, uh, the Latinos um, migrate to America illegally. And of course, uh, there is the good and there is the bad aspects of, uh, of immigrants. But, you know, as, as a former immigrant, I always uh, love to rely on my experience and uh, be a witness that... Uh, the the people who who have the best intentions are the ones that make the best out of their names in the country they're staying at. In this case, America.
0: Right. Well, I th- I totally support it. You know, as, as long as they they do everything correctly. But it is upsetting though that like they don't let the pe- people that has the higher education come over.
1: Yes, you're totally right, and um, there are many key facts that, uh, that kind of like add up to the background of immigration, uh, now that we're talking about um, uh, my people. So, so you know, uh, and I have a clear uh, more clear picture, my dear Crystal, imagine that um, Hispanics have played a major role in uh, driving United States population growth over the past decade. So imagine that US population grew by 23.1 million people from 2010 to 2021. And of that number, Hispanics accounted for 52% of this increase. So this actually means that when people immigrate to the States, there's a lot of work opportunities that are being uh, opened because uh, in America, you know, we, we and you, uh, we know that it's called the land of opportunity, so that's why a lot of people um, come to America and imagine that um, actually uh, the fastest population grows among United States Latinos from among uh, those with origins in the Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Guatemala. And, you know, Hispanics have become the largest racial group in California, Texas. Imagine that in uh, 2021, there were about 15.8 million Hispanics in California. Imagine, Crystal, that four, four in five Latinos are U.S. citizens. Can you imagine that? <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: And as far as the people in my country, because I live in Ecuador, I uh, our number in people is not so big, but so you know, statistically, uh, 609,000 Ecuadorians live in the United States. And of course, uh, I have to, to positively uh, account all the hardworking Latinos, because um, statistically in 2017, imagine that immigrants paid uh, 405.4 billion in taxes, including uh, $125.1 billion in state and local taxes, which of course means that immigrants, um, especially uh, Latinos are um, job and wealth creators, which is totally, totally positive for, for America.
0: Wow. Well, that leads me to another question I had. Um, if you were to choose one symbol that represents your Latino belief and background, what would that symbol be?
1: Well, uh, it's funny because right now, uh, in, during the podcast, I'm wearing a uh, Lucha Libre jersey. You've heard of Lucha Libre before?
0: Um, no, I haven't. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're here to learn every day. So uh, Lucha Libre is the Spanish name for pro wrestling you know, oh, okay. other,
0: yeah. Yeah, you know sure that. that
1: pro wrestling tradition that the Mexicans have so right now I'm actually wearing one jersey of a blue demon which is one classic legend wrestler of Mexico and uh, that for me it's a symbol it's a symbol of my people of course I'm not from Mexico I'm from Ecuador but having this uh pro wrestling lucha libre jersey symbol uh, exemplifies symbolizes the, the strength, uh, the power, the determination of the fighting working Latino force in the States to make a name for themselves, to become uh, somebody in life, to provide their families. You know, it's, it, it's, it symbolizes a struggle, uh, so to speak, related to, to pro wrestling, to Lucha Libre, the struggle in the ring, so to speak, to become a better version of yourself, of growing up as a citizen and uh, showing uh, people in your country that you made it in the state. So for me, uh, the symbol would be uh, the Lucha Libre mask of a uh, blue demon because it represents all the strength, all the power and all the determination that we Latinos, that we Latinos give in in America to become the best, the best versions of ourselves.
0: That's awesome. You sound like you're a true servant leader and you're a hard worker. You've, you've proven that, like with everything you've done in your education. And I guess one of the questions I have is, are you still over there are you in the States now?
1: I'm in Ecuador and I'm gonna tell you why, because under my J1 visa program, Uh, My contract was for a year. So, um, you know, when you have that contract, you have to respect it. So you travel to the States, you work for a year, and then you come back. If you don't come back, you're jeopardizing your your visa status. So there's no way I want to jeopardize mine. So I actually there for a year, worked in the hospitality field, business, at Noel Hotel and a Rey Mexican restaurant. I made, uh you know, good money. I got to admit that. I worked really hard from Sunday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I met a lot of interesting people. I uh, met a lot of people from different cultures, Latinos, Indians, Americans. And, you know, uh, I clicked pretty good with them, mainly because of my uh, English speaking skills, because uh, I felt and they made me feel like one of them. Like if I was... A real American. So well, that was pretty awesome. And uh, I'm I'm also going to travel again to Miami upcoming December. I'm going to work for another year under the J-1 visa program. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Well, that's awesome. So they only let you go for a year.
1: That's true. Only for well, that's awful. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: wow. I didn't uh, do that at all.
1: I know maybe I should apply for the for that green card lottery that's very popular on the internet.
0: <laughs> that's I mean that that is an eye opener for me. I had no idea that they only they only grant them for a year.
1: And 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 you know the interesting thing is that uh for me it's very important to be uh a good boy on that matter because I want my visa papers, my passport to be everything straight. So every time I travel to the United States, uh, you know, customs can actually verify that I am a straight edge. Because, you know, uh, people who get granted this uh, permit, this uh, working permit, what if they just uh, stay for over a year and they become illegal immigrants? I mean, they can stay for even 10 years. So when they decide to come back to their countries, their visa gets uh, totally suspended and they actually can travel again to the United States. So for me, it's so important to follow the rules. It, it really means that I can come back whenever uh, I'm back, uh, I want So that's a huge advantage.
0: So like, I guess I have a question about what? the timing, like, okay, so you come over for a year, then you get back. Then you what? come over for another year. Does it ever increase to like five years or longer
1: uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, when you're actually working on a J-1 visa, you have two options. Uh, your, your visa has a rule which says uh, two-year rule does or doesn't apply. In my case, on my visa, it said two-year rule does apply, which means that in two years, I can't take uh, a J-1 program again. So when two years go by, I can apply again and take it again. So you know, it's a matter of luck. Many people have the three rules on their visa; other people don't. But you know, I think it's up to customs or wherever it is, or wherever it is. But uh, you know, I'm taking the opportunity again, and my idea is to travel to Miami. Of course, uh, I'm gonna. Um, I'm applying. I I'm already. I already got the uh the offer from Ritz Carlton uh, franchise. It's a hospitality renowned brand all over the world and i'm excited because it's a huge huge opportunity and of course it's a huge opportunity for me as well to go and uh make some contacts in the film industry make some short films uh may god bless me and uh i would be the next uh, hollywood uh big box office hit you know in the <laughs> in the united states
0: right <laughs> Well, I give you a lot of credit because it's like you can't have any um, stabilization or consistency. I mean, you have to keep going back and forth. I mean, I don't know how anyone can fully be successful when they really want to move over here. Because I I believe that you probably want to move over here eventually.
1: Yeah, that that would be the idea. Maybe I should, like, dig in a little bit further and uh, see what options... um... Does the immigration um, consulate kind of like immigration department kind of like offer? So, yeah, maybe applying to a green card or something like that. But, you know, um, I've been a, uh, I've always been a person that uh tries to take the opportunities when they show up. And, uh, you know, upcoming December, I'm going to take the opportunity to travel to Miami. You know, even it's even if it's for a year, I know luck will be in my corner for the whole year, and I'll be uh, making a lot of contacts uh, in the hospitality and, the, and in the film industry.
0: Right. Well, I have one more question for you. Of course. Um, and that is, what advice would you give Latino immigrants who travel to America?
1: The advice uh, I would give them is the same advice I followed when I worked in America, which is you get out of it, what you put into it. So when uh, any person immigrates, first up, they gotta understand that uh, they have to be respectful. They have to be respectful for the people, for the customs, in this case, of the American citizens, of the American environment. They have to work uh, hard they have to show a lot of uh, professionalism. And of course, um, it's very important that they actually make a name for themselves and for their people. Because, you know, when you're an immigrant and you travel abroad, whatever your performance turns out to be, that's the same image that people will actually think about your 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 people your heritage people that live in your country like if me as antonio did a wonderful job in uh noel hotel right they're gonna say god you know this guy was so good he was so professional and you know next time we get some offers from ecuadorians of course we're gonna receive them with arms wide open so that's what uh i would advise to immigrants that travel abroad under a j one visa or any legal uh work and permit visa that they really go there and uh shine, they really show professionalism so that uh a lot of doors can actually open for them and you know and if they face hardships, you know me myself, there were times I had to work um up till two a m or oh, there were times when I didn't get uh, sleep for the whole night and then I had to go to another job in a, for the next day. But, you know, you just have to mentalize yourself that you're right in the land of opportunities and you just got to take the opportunity and make the most out of it.
0: I think that's excellent advice. And anyone out there that's listening, um, you know, make sure you listen to this and take his advice because he's living proof that he's doing a great job and he keeps getting granted to keep coming back because he's doing it the correct way and if there's any contact information that you want to give out for anyone that's listening that to get in contact with you um you can say that now
1: please uh, of course thank you so much crystal um if there are any any immigrants who have uh, some questions about how to travel or what options to take, you can actually contact me on my Instagram. It's uh, antonio.superstar. And uh, you can email me to 9mmfilmsequator, gmail. And for all the uh, producers, filmmakers, that, uh, by happenstance are listening, you know, I want them to know that, uh, my film background is perfect, it's excellent, I am a martial artist actor, and I've done a lot of projects in my country, and my next step is to take my career to the United States, so you can also contact me, uh, through Instagram, antonio.superstar, and, um, you know, I just want everybody to know that, uh, my favorite catchphrase that actually drives uh my professionalism is exactly as i told you you get out of it what you put into it
0: i totally agree with that anyone that works hard and puts their effort into anything will succeed in life and will be taken care of i truly believe that
1: totally true and i would like to add uh, one uh, very memorable phrase of uh, Bobby Kennedy. You remember Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: He actually uh, contributed with one of the most iconic phrases that uh, show out that immigration can be one of the main strengths for the United States. So the his catchphrase goes like this. It says, our attitude towards immigration reflects our faith in the american ideal we have always believed it possible for men and women who start at the bottom to rise as far as the talent and energy allow neither race nor place of birth should affect their chances bobby kennedy it's a beautiful beautiful phrase
0: well thank you so much um i loved having you on the show today and um thank you again and i want to thank everyone out there for listening anyone that wants to come on the podcast just go to my website um, voice for and you can fill out the questionnaire send me an email and i'll be in contact with you as soon as i can and everyone out there just go and serve your community and always stand up for what is right i hope you have a great day
1: Thank you very much Crystal. Um, Gratitude is the word I feel today. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your show and you know it's always a joy to share my experiences and uh, I want to invite the people who are listening to join your show and uh, to be advocates of whatever their, um, their pursuit for happiness in this case would be so god bless your show god bless you crystal thank you thank you very much and i hope um i'll see you again in a in another opportunity god god bless you sincerely
0: thank you take care
1: bye thank you so much
0: you're welcome kids need nutrition to stay focused and function at their best relive kids now makes this simple by giving them protein vitamins minerals with nutrients to support their immune system growth and brain development it's all there in a simple delicious daily shake you can get this product in vanilla or chocolate and you can go to healthfirst.relive.com again HealthFirst. Relive. Go get your shake today.